Hey, Tammy. What's up, girl? Oh, you know, not too much. We've got a couple more episodes, three more, I think, before we end this season. So I'm bringing you another doozy today. Oh, man, and you've been working on this one for yeah. a while. So we were going to do this one last week, but um, as I started digging into it, I uncovered some more stuff that I wanted to report on. So the first case is on somebody called Perry Surf, and um, this particular case was investigated by somebody that I know personally. So when this person posted about it I on social media, I took a look at the, at the, um, the article that he posted, and I was like, yeah, we got to cover this one. So it's, um, it's a crazy town. All, all of them are crazy town, right? Why is his name spelled with a C, though? Are they trying? <laughs> yeah, it's Perry, P-E-R-R-Y, and last name is Surf, C-E-R-F. I don't know. The English language. I mean, maybe that's not English. Yeah, it's probably. I don't I don't know what nationality he is, so it could be that it's just a different heritage. I don't know. Odd. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Then. All right, let's go. If you call it. But Perry Surf was a very troubled, is a troubled human. He's still alive, um, if you can even call him a human. In his juvenile records, before we get into the crime he committed, I want to give you a little bit of backstory. So in his juvenile records, um, they were actually leaked. So they're supposed to be sealed, but they were leaked to this newspaper called The Record. And in there, we learn a lot about him. Um, Surf's mother was only 12 years old when she had him. 12. I'm sorry, what? 12 years old. And then four weeks after she had him, she and her mother were killed in a car crash. I'm trying to hold on. I got three things that I'd like to bring to the court's attention. One, I don't know if I even had a period at 12. Maybe I did. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't tell us 13. Yeah. I'll have to, like, dig through. Two, when somebody, I don't know what this guy has done, but let's, I'm assuming a serial killer? No. Oh, all right. Well, let's talk about Probably could be if he didn't get caught. Yeah? Because he's, he's. Like, something serious enough, like murder and stuff, I Mm -hmm. think that we should unseal these juvenile records only mm-hmm. because we need to study yeah you know what i mean i think a lot of this does stem, stem from early years and we you know we need to recognize the signs and yeah to- totally i mean this when you hear what he went through as a kid even it's it's pretty evident why he ended up as this traumatized adult who's now doing horrible things and he's like totally effed up in the brain so 12 year old mom who dies four weeks later Damn. with her mom in a car accident. And the grandma. So who raises him? So then his his great-grandfather, which was her grandfather, so it was his mom's grandfather, took him in. Oh, he didn't know his father. He never knew his father. But the great-grandfather takes him in, and then... She, he doesn't know the father because the father would be locked up because he slept with a Probably damn 12-year-old. And if I were a betting man... Yeah, I don't know if she I never the dad told, is related but, somehow. That sounds like mm. an abuse situation. Yeah, 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 you're probably not wrong about that. Um, yeah, it doesn't go into detail about that. It just says that Perry never knew his dad. So His grandpa's dad. <laughs> maybe. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it does seem like a little bit of a wonky situation. He is his own grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> um, so, but then, uh, so he's got this, his great-grandfather is caring for him, and at age four... He was abandoned again when this great-grandfather dies. So he's four, and the great-grandfather dies. So you see, very early trauma, which can lead to this, I mean, when that frontal lobe that we talk about, when all that's developing, this kind of stuff can totally F up all that development. Um, And after that death, then his step-great-grandmother, who I'm assuming was married to the grandfather, to the great-grandfather, Oh, okay, there's a woman in all this helping. Yeah, okay. um, I don't know anything about her care prior to, so I don't, I'm assuming that he was living with the step-great-grandmother. So much to say. Her name is Mary. We're going to call her Mary from now on. So he was living with Mary when the great-grandfather died is my assumption, but I don't know if that's true because they don't really specify that in the stuff that I read. Um, so she takes him in. However, um, in a letter to the Superior Court judge, um, counselors stated that she was not capable, quote-unquote, not capable of providing the structure necessary for this troubled boy. But to be fair, 
Wait until you hear what he's done, though. I mean, he does some crazy stuff, even before the murder. Um, who who would have been qualified to do that, though? Like, you know what I mean? They say this, but, like, no, I wouldn't. There's not enough help. We've said no. this before. He needs over an actual professional. Right. Like, he needs to be committed, in my opinion. You know, somebody that's that, that troubled. So, he claims to have been sexually abused, or it's suspected that he was sexually abused between the ages of four and six. I wasn't really clear if he said it or if they just suspected, but, um, again, more trauma, if that was the case. So, they didn't say. say, no. I mean, I think that that was counselors, so it was probably sealed records for um, privilege. Um, but he was constantly in trouble at school. One time, he bit a principal's finger and twisted his crotch. Then he spent time in custody for a variety of crimes, including sexual nothing. assault. I got nothing. <laughs> Poor principal, right? I'm like, I'm trying, nope, I got nothing. Oh, man. It's like this total psych out, right? I'm going to bite your finger just so that I can, I don't know, whatever. Wow. Um, so he gets, he's then spends time in custody for sexual assault, theft, burglary, burglary, <laughs> burglary, crime, Criminal mischief, violation of probation, vandalism, and disorderly conduct. So the list goes on. Sexual um, assault, huh? Yeah, I know. Not I a red flag, right? It's a little, um, is this the tro- the, the tross, the, the, um, <laughs> Caitlin and I can no longer talk. <laughs> no more speaking. That's it. This is over. All done. Podcast um, over. The crotch twisting, is that the sexual assault? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I, I guess mean, it could have been considered. We just threw that in there. I'm like, wait, what? So this is like um, all from the time that he's like. Four on, he has all these issues, yeah, and he finally four? ends up imprisoned at 19. So he has a good 15-year time span to just go crazy, and he does. He he uses that time wow. to his advantage. Um, incest. <clears throat> Follow me. Yeah, I could do it. I'm just, yeah. just going to throw it out there. So he's taken in by Mary, um, who she considers her son. I mean, she goes through 15 years of trying to raise this, I can't animal and at one point he even beats her up and threatens to kill her when he was 18 he went to new york so he had been arrested and out of prison and he's um he was on probation but he decided to go to new york for new year's eve and when he got home he found out he was in trouble for violating probation and so he got mad at her he pulls the phone out of the wall and that way she couldn't use it and then he like he pulled i guess he like pulls the circuit breaker out of the wall would be my i couldn't really understand what he did. It said they, in this article, it said that he threw the circuit breaker, which I'm assuming it means that he broke it or he turned it off. I don't know. But whatever it was, he, it caused the, there was a housemate that they had and it caused that person's oxygen tank to like just, just turn off and not work. Okay. So then of all the things to like throw in a house, he's like, I'm going to go throw this circuit breaker. You got a toaster. You got knives. You got a whole bunch of other well. I'm thinking through it means that like he like broke it, not like physically picked it up and threw it. So I don't think you can. He threw it at the oxygen. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So whatever it was, I mean, if he, I don't know how you would throw a circuit breaker. Maybe you physically. I still don't know why that would be your go-to item. Of I I just assumed it meant that he threw it, like he turned it off or he broke it so that it wouldn't work anymore. I don't know. But when all this is going on, he looks at Mary and he says, two homicides look good. Oh, my. Can you imagine? So let's back up. There's a lot of information we just, like, threw out there. But imagine that you are, I mean, she's been in his life a long time, assumingly, right? I mean, 15 years is a pretty long time. She's trying to do her best to raise him. Step-great-grandson, too. Yeah. Not even blood. She's like, this is the crap I married into? Yeah. Like, what would you even do? Oh, he'd be gone. I, I no. I know that there's we all, but at eighteen, to um to be to live in fear, I've always said no. I wouldn't. I feel like if she it. was to kick him out, it wouldn't be even. He'd just come back. Yeah, like yeah. I'd be more afraid at that point. She should have done something sooner, probably. Like when these signs, obviously, he's got a long rap sheet, so it's not like he didn't have red flags before all this. I feel like the resources aren't there. I'm not saying she she shouldn't have. But I also see so many families who struggle with children who are mentally unstable and maybe bipolar, schizo. You see, the system fails them. Like, they don't help these parents. They don't, there's no resources. If you don't have a million dollars to take them to therapy, because most therapists don't take insurance, like, it's a pain in the ass. Especially kids. 
And that's why I think, like, we're failing yeah. them by not diagnosing and, and getting this caught early. Mm-hmm. Like, we need them to kill 18 people before we're like, oh, shit, someone, yeah. you know. Whoopsie. Yeah. It's because I, yeah, I just don't think a lot of the resource. But I'm not saying, I don't know what type of environment. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, what was that one story, not to the bunny trail, but that one story where the kid went up and sh- he went and shot the school and, like, the dad's like, well, I, I, um, we have all these guns in our house and I'm, I'm very, look, that's not what I'm talking about, but like ARs and like unregistered guns. And then he was like, he's threatened to use them before. And I'm like, hello, like if you have these weapons and so, you know what I mean? I'm not saying yeah, like, that there's pa- red there are parents out there who, yeah. if your kid is, has known tendencies and yeah. I don't think that I'd be leaving ARs out for him to take to the school and shoot up. The dad's yeah. just like, oh yeah, he's, he said before. Well, and to your point, like, the system is failing them, right? So I think until recently, probably within the past 10 years, there's been a lot more focus on mental health and not the shame of it. Like, there was such a stigma attached to it for such a long time that back when he was four and had gone through all of this trauma, four to six, he's being sexually abused, he loses his mom, he loses his great-grandfather, he's like, trauma, 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 keeps getting moved around, um, goes through all this stuff all while that frontal lobe is developing mm-hmm. and he could have gone to see, like they could have corrected, you know, the trajectory there by taking him to like a play therapist or getting him the kind of help. And I don't know that he didn't, I, you know, I don't know that she didn't get that for him. I'm not sure, but probably not would be my guess. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, we're because, at 18 we're already, we're already, str- we're still struggling yeah. with these same issues, which yeah. tells me. He's not on meds, or he's been prescribed meds, and he's not taking his meds, because that's a big one, too. Yeah, so he said he saw a psychologist, and there was no medication that worked. He actually said there's no magic pill. <laughs> well, no kidding. Yeah. But it just sounds like he probably needed more professional, right, round-the-clock, in-home, like, living situation where he was, unfortunately, like, locked. You know, I, I don't know how to really say it, but, like, you know, where he was getting professional help. Right. And they were able to monitor medications, and he was in a facility. But to your point, again, money. Money, 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 yeah. You know, and so, we I got don't money know. for a whole bunch of other crap, but we don't have money to... Because, I mean, it's, 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 not just, it's not just for their safety, but it's for the public's safety mm-hmm. as well. And I'm not saying that everybody diagnosed with bipolarism is going to commit a crime. I'm not saying that no, at yeah. all. But... You know, there. You know, you know who's violent by the, by eighteen. You oh, yeah. know, someone has violent tendencies. Yeah. Or if they don't. Yeah, so. absolutely. And he's shown that over and over again that he does have those tendencies. And I mean, he's in and out of prison. And the last time he was actually incarcerated prior to this murder that I'm going to tell you about, um, he admittedly fell through the cracks, like the system likes to say. So at nineteen, he ages out of juvenile mental health mm-hmm. accommodations. And he was moved into adult-level care, which, 19, I get it. They have to have, like, a fine line. But I also feel like you have to look at the maturity or the emotional right. maturity of the patient. They may not be, just because their age says 19 doesn't mean emotionally right. they're there. Um, but Because most are, and I see that, you know, we look back on, like, the generations before we're like our great grandparents were getting married and had kids at 16 and 17 and now I yeah. look at the 16 oh, yeah. and 17 year olds and I'm like yeah there's no way in hell that you will even pay a bill most most no so yeah 19 to me is still yeah. especially for dudes I'm sorry my guys but men <laughs> just don't mature <laughs> mentally as fast as it's the truth it's the truth so after he gets released from custody the last time before he ends up in prison um, he ends up get, never getting assigned a parole officer where he would have had to have like mandatory drug testing, alcohol testing, curfew, all that. Um, but due to their in- insufficient follow-up, Surf was just released and kind of like allowed to live life and do as he pleased. So 17 days later, Floor Andrade was dead by the hands of Surf. So in 2002, at the age of 19, Perry Surf raped, murdered, and robbed a 47-year-old Ecuadorian immigrant Flora Andrade and drank her blood because he had a fetish for it. He claims the brutal murder was unintentional and that it was high that he was high on cocaine when he committed this horrible crime. So, you know, I guess he just gets a pass because it's not his fault. I mean, coke is really not the drug that I would would be mind altering in that regard. I've never heard of coke causing hallucinations. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I don't but 
again, to go back to the mental stability, if the drug could be reacting mm. to his own mental imbalance, his own chemical imbalance. So who the heck knows? But it he was his blood fetish, though. So ha- yeah. has, has he been drinking blood up until this point? I'm not sure, but. He does comment on it. He said, um, yeah, I killed her. I punched and kicked her to death, crushing her skull in the process. One of the kicks landed as, in such a way that it broke her neck, and all of a sudden, her head was on backwards. I'm done. That was unintentional? Right? Oh, gosh. So, since an, he says, uh, since I have an unusual taste for blood, so I'm guessing he must have done it at some point, or maybe he would cut himself. And I had, I don't know. There wasn't enough backstory on that, but this is what he said. He said, I drank and licked and lapped up my fill. Let it be known, I am Lucifer's maiden servant, sent to earth, born of sin, to bring suffering and pain, darkness and evil. I don't know about you, but when I read it, all I could hear was the voice of Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. I drank and licked and lapped up my fill. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Demons are real, y'all. Truth. That's nasty. Ugh, Yeah. So we noted that Floor was an escort, but you know, as we know now through all of our research on the podcast, that trafficking is more typical than prostitution. Like nobody's usually there willingly, and she was an Ecuadorian immigrant, so she was probably trafficked there or on drugs. They put these girls on drugs oh, yeah. to keep them there. Yeah, mm-hmm. unable to get out of the country, just kind of trapped. Right. So she probably wasn't there on her own accord. Right. Um, it's not known, though, if they knew each other before this encounter. Um, following her murder, though, Surf wore her clothes, drove her car around, and used her ID until he was pulled over in her car for speeding, to which he then hands over his ID, which is her ID, with his picture pasted over the top of her photo. Yes. <laughs> what the hell? He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Okay. Uh, so then, after he murders her, all that was going on. But after he murdered her, he bound her in electrical wire, naked, and then dumped her in a ravine. And then admitted to killing, uh, admitted the killing to his friend who then contacted police. So props to the friend because good for you. Can you imagine being the person receiving that information? Caitlin comes over one day. I'm like, I don't <laughs> Wait, why is know it what to do with this information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that that person acted the way they should have. Instead of was like, cool, I'll keep your secret. No. Right. No. I can't know you go to sleep at night. There's no way. I'd be like, but you know, there's people that do it. Yeah, I am not the one to tell. Okay, no. Like I can, okay, <laughs> my friends told me stuff, and I can, I can keep. I know. Like, no, but like if uh, Christmas presents and stuff, like I'm like, do you know what I got you for Christmas? <laughs> I do that to, to my surprised. husband all the time. Yeah, I'm like, so the, this magnitude of news, I'm not the one because I cannot. <laughs> no, no. I'd I be won't like, be calling you. Do you know Caitlin killed? <laughs> I'm not the one to tell. Don't tell. Bring me that information. <laughs> so, um, he says that he can't understand after all of this why prosecutors would want to pursue the death penalty or the, a life sentence for him. So this is, and I quote, he says, this is the first time I've ever killed anybody. I didn't do it intentionally. I didn't plan it out. It's true. It's true. It was a situation that went sour. Yeah, it's true. You get a punch card. Right? I feel like he gets you get three chances. So, Yeah. So he pleads not guilty because that makes sense. Um, but it was he was convicted. unintentional, Caitlin. He didn't mean to kick her head backwards. This is ridiculous. Prosecute the coke, right? He was convicted of murder, though, duh, and sentenced to fifty years. Um, to date, he's only served twenty of that that fifty year sentence so far. But according to uh, the Northern New Jersey paper, the record, he was actually presented with a deal for forty years as long as he pled guilty to the rape. But he didn't want the whole sex offender thing on his um, conviction when he went to prison, so he instead traded him for a 50-year sentence so that he didn't have that on his record. I guess he was concerned for his safety going in with this. Oh, because I'm like, isn't he already hit with sexual assault in his in his other? Yeah, but if he's not convicted of it, I guess. Which I I don't know if he was convicted of it specifically. I just know that he was sentenced to. 50 years, I apologize, I don't know. Uh, my my prisoners, my inmates, do y'all care? I mean, I care that somebody's raped, but, like, safety-wise, because I feel like, you know, you've got bad guys with bad guys. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was just a matter, like, I know the pedos get, right. get it really bad, which I, do, I don't care, I turn a blind eye. Well, and he's 19, so he's being tried as an adult. He goes in, he's a sex offender amongst all of these grown men who are probably buffed from working out all day. It probably he's is a bit get, of a safety concern. He's going to get raped regardless. I hate to tell him. Well, just wait. Oh. 
He does, yeah, I don't I mean, know. That's what happens in prison. I'm he might have been raped in there. I don't know. That was never, never really been to prison, but, but I can only assume. That, I mean, you're you're with other bad guys. What you know what I mean? These aren't like yeah, in any prison citizens. situation. Yeah, totally. So, but but then my question too is like, can't they figure it out anyway? I mean, they they have access to the internet most of the time, so can't they look it up and find out what happened? Right. So even if he doesn't get convicted of it, they know he's charged with it. They know the woman was raped. There's got to be other murderers in there. I mean, at what point are you like, your level of murder is not as bad as my level of right. murder? Right, right. You know, like, I mean... No I, real logic, though. He doesn't... You're not operating on all cylinders, so... Um, plus, then, he said in an interview that was, like, that was public, too. If he, if he was really concerned for safety... Um, oh, no, wait, hold on. Oh, he said that it was a safety concern. But he mentioned that in an interview that was also public and published in an article. So... If you're really, like, concerned for your safety, why would you even put it out there that that's why you accept? I don't know. Again, brain's not working on all cylinders, so. I'm sorry. You're concerned for your safety after you just kick this head, this lady's Truth. head back? Eye for an eye. Get a life. So, then in 2005, while he was speaking to the media, he boasted that he had no regrets about murdering Floor, saying that he only felt bad because he got caught. Uh, well, then. He was surprised. And I'm supposed to feel sorry for you in prison? I'll access booty hole, in my opinion. I think he gets whatever he wants. He can whatever he needs. Yeah. Take care of him, people. Yep. Karma, karma. So, his story doesn't end there, though. While he's in prison, he decides that he's now a woman who must have liked wearing her clothes. And he now goes by the name of Michelle Haloki Angelina. And at some point, he gets transferred to Edna Edna Man Women's Prison, um, which is... At, we'll go into the corruption and stuff that goes on there. But, yeah, so he's he's a man who decides he's a woman all of a sudden, and now because of New Jersey laws, he is then transferred into a women's prison. So here's a man just saying, hey, I'm a woman, and he gets transferred. But he's still there, by the way. Oh, God. So, this just has nightmare written. Yeah. I mean, politicians, where... where at what point did we start having losing like common sense? I, I just I don't understand. I don't care how you identify the parts aren't there, right? And you're putting a lot of because who's to say any any man can say well I identify just to get in into these situations? Yeah, and that's a point that I go into too because that's how I feel. It's like you know they're like bingo, this is my ticket to free right. sex all the time. I don't care how anyone identifies, but don't put me in a in a position. Yeah, and I bet you can roll out some stuff, and he's still oh, yeah. and he's still there, so he's causing problems and he's still there he is still there yes and there are problems that are caused by other transgender prisoners who are transferred to the same facility and that's what we'll get into perry has not caused problems as a transgender inmate so he's still there Ah, okay okay um actually so to back up just a little bit uh i was curious about this because I, first of all, I don't envy the people who have to make the decisions right. on how to house these inmates because there's no good answer. Honestly, think about it. Transgender, even if they are, let's say legitimately there's a transgender um, inmate. What do you do? Like, do you put them in the men's prison? Do you put them in the women's Like, where do they go where they're safe, where the other prisoners are safe? How, how do you work that out? I don't know, and I don't know the right answer to it. But back in January of 2021, they decided that um, they were going to start housing them based on the gender they identified with. So this is recent. It's very recent, and it's oh, state I by state. That. Yeah. This goes back to where I, what I've been saying for many, many years that we should do with prisoners that have uh, have have life sentences like this. I know where you're going with this. The <laughs> island, the man. Island. I don't care. Cause yeah, let's take care of Just drop them time. off on the island and let them <laughs> figure it out. I, that taxpayer dollars, all that crap out the window, they can totally. figure it out. And I don't care how you identify. Yeah. You can have the trans in one and then the, the pedos and the other. And I don't care. Y'all can have your own little cliques and have your own <laughs> society. I don't care. Like Hunger Games out there. Yeah. So uh, before we go to a little bit too far into this part of the story, I do want to say, like, there's no disrespect for the tra- transgender no, community. No, We're not we going to go a, into, like, make our fun beliefs of on it. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I love for all. <laughs> We're going to make fun of everybody. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, who... We've made fun of the criminal, not Dave, the gender. Dave Chappelle, where he's like... He's like, I love everybody, but I make fun of everybody. I'm yeah. Like, it's, you got to laugh. But yeah, no, I mean, but there are cliques, you know, you got totally. the, you got the roughnecks, you got the skinheads, you got the, you know what I mean? So yeah. let's just let them all have their little cliques and yeah, let them do their thing. Do their own society. But honestly, so the reason I say that though is because I, I, I honestly never really know how to proceed when it comes to gender titles appropriately 
when we're in a situation like this because like we started off with the story and he's a man and now he's a woman right. so for all intents and purposes because he was a man at the beginning of the story I'm going to continue to refer to him as well he hasn't altered himself he. correct I'm not 100% sure like he has some of them surgeries have. They, so they're allowing those surgeries in the prisons too so that's not something I went too far into this because there's a lot of material already on this story um, and I'm going to bounce around to a couple different that's stories so. that's all I'm, and I don't care any uh-huh. plastic surgery I'm talking about boobs whatever if a woman's like, I yeah, need to get that's my boobs a good point. Out. Who's funding these Are surgeries? they allowing that? Because we can't even good get point. help for them on the outside, but plastic surgery on the inside is what, like, who, where do they get yeah. the funds for, for of that. any surgery? Girl, I would like to have surgery, okay? Just go to prison. I guess that's the way. Huh? <laughs> it's just not so, a necessity in prison. Right. Right. I agree with you. No, I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. Job. So, but I, I wonder, too, like, for, the, for somebody who's not transgender, who's just identifying as a gender they were born with, are they are they able to get the surgeries they want? But they get a boob job, they get a nose job. Who right. knows? How far do, how far does it go? Where is the line? You know. And I know that New Jersey and up in Northeast, that's where I'm from. They're a lot more liberal up there, so it makes sense that they would be trying to be more inclusive. And I understand the idea behind it, but who in their right mind said this is safe? So anyway, we'll get into a little bit more of that too. Um, but back to surf. So. According to an article on reddix.info, Surf was recently allowed to marry a woman, another inmate, and now they're sharing living quarters. So his wife, whose name is Jennifer, is a former middle school aide who's currently incarcerated for sexually abusing one of her male students. Gold star. Um, I'm watching a movie on Netflix. I don't know if it's big. I mean, there is a very similar story. Y'all remember that teacher? Well, there's been a female that, had, mm. that slept and mar- married the 13-year-old it's a female, and they're still married to the state, and they have kids and all of that. Right. Um, but anyway, yes, we were just talking about that you can't even, like, even the women have become, these are children, guys. Yeah. Women, ladies. Scary. Continue, sorry. No, I, you're I good. was like, this reminds me of a Netflix. Um, it's got what's-her-face in it. Uh, is it Julianne Moore? I don't know. I don't know which one it is. And, uh... She was in you know, Natalie Portman. She's in it too. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, it's that was based pretty on crazy. Real story. I I think it is. They've not. They're not. I don't know if they're. I don't remember the names of the people involved yeah. in the. But um, yeah, it was a teacher that slept with a. The I know the the boy was Hispanic, and they follow that in the movie. And in the movie, they have college age kids and they're married and they've been married for a very long time because when she got out they they ended up together and stayed together 13 I would kill my kid I'm I have sorry. a 10 year old yeah, I would I, I mean they're not mature enough to know anything no that, that yeah that whoever that adult would die not, yeah they don't, <laughs> have to, they don't have to worry about prison in a sex change because <laughs> I handle that for you uh, full service right here <laughs> You're about, to see, you're about to see the Lord. <laughs> so, since Jennifer and Surf started seeing each other, I guess, Jennifer decided she was non-binary to each of their own. But here's one thing. One thing I will never understand about the whole gender identification thing is that, and it totally makes me twitch, is this whole, like, abandonment of the grammar rules. Like, I love to write. I love, you know, I love grammar. <laughs> I like English. But the whole they, them... Thing. I just, I can't, I can't, my brain doesn't get yeah, it. Yeah, it makes my, I, um, I was talking to my fifth grader, and I, in me personally, I think, I, I don't really want to be talking about this stuff with my fifth grader. Oh, period. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, But I, I don't even know what non-binary is. Yeah, and I don't mean it to sound ignorant. I just, I just don't know. Who came up with the up. terms? I, like, I want to. Kids. Shake them. They, them, they're, like. Come on now. We just gotta speak English properly, y'all. That's all. I can't. Like, that's the one thing I can't. It has nothing to do with judgment. I don't understand the grammar behind it. Lack thereof. I don't get it. And I've said it before, but. (laughs) And people people learning the English language, we're really confusing them because they say English is already one of the hardest languages to learn. Oh, yeah. I try to tell my six year olds. He's like, oh, mom, I think I know how to spell this. And I'm like, well, that's one of the rules or one of the words that just doesn't follow any of the rules. It doesn't. All the time. It doesn't make any (laughs) sense because my husband speaks Spanish, my mom speaks German, and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just even the the like the spelling phone, you know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't make any sense. So we're we're confusing the hell out of everybody. <laughs> it's a wonder. That's no wonder nobody can speak. <laughs> even people who were raised with English, they don't know as their language. first language. 
So, but I'm curious, like if there's a non-binary person who is uh, into our podcast for some reason and also loves grammar, please explain to me how you don't struggle with it because I don't understand the wonders of the world, right? So, this is stuff that keeps me up at night. But we can't even get people to spell there, there, there correctly. True. I'm just saying, you're, you're. I mean, we're expecting, we're setting the bar too high for people. We're putting way too much pressure on these people to know all these different terms. All right, so I'm going to switch gears just a little bit and talk about another transgender inmate that's in, um, that was imprisoned in Edna Man. I'm going to go through this story a little quickly because I want to get into Edna Man and some of the corruption that's been happening at that particular corrections facility. So that's kind of how this story got to be a little bit longer than it was originally planned to be because I just uncovered more stuff as I was going through. So... On the transgender topic, um, how it could potentially affect other inmates in prison. You know, like we said, there are, more, I would say more often there would be men who are like, oh me, raise your hand, I'm, I'm a woman now. And then they go to, you know, just to go around and have sex with a bunch of women because they're not around women in, in right. prison. Yeah. So it doesn't take too long before something like that actually does happen. After being transferred while serving a 30-year sentence for murder of his foster father, Demetrius Demi minor gets transferred um, to Edna Man Prison and impregnates two women. Reports say that he had been trying to have sex with inmates from the second he arrived. Who's surprised? (laughs) He's now being housed at what they're calling a vulnerable housing unit for young adults up to the age 30. Feels like they just put a bandaid on a bullet hole though because he's currently 28. So like what are we going to do when he ages out in two years? Yeah. Right? Then what? What blows my mind, though, is ever since he gets transferred to this vulnerable housing unit, he then becomes very active on social media. He starts a blog, he's got a Twitter account, and it's all to advocate for his own justice, which I'm not sure it's not like he's saying he's innocent. Um, He's talking about prison reform, things like that, but he's very active on social media. How do they have access for that? How are they allowed to access social media? You're getting everything you want. Reform what? Right. They're literally letting you go have sex with these women. Right. Right. Well, that's the thing. They pulled the plug on that. They were like, nope, no more for you. Two women pregnant, you're out. (laughs) No shit. Well, let's say, and I honestly don't know the answer to this, but let's say he rapes these two women. Which probably is what happened. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, can't they sue at that point? I mean, you've. They did, yeah. And I believe there was like a $20 million settlement. I don't have enough information on that because, again, the story goes in different directions, but I remember reading about that. Taxpayer dollars. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And I don't know where those two prisoners, I'm assuming they've. They either got moved or they're still at Edna Man. I'm not not sure who they were or what happened there, but. Did you just hear about like prison condoms? There shouldn't have to be. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. Oh, because now we have a, a penis in a <coughs> vagina ward. Let's let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, no, it would, because that's what it is. Happened. Yeah, it's not even about what gender you identify as. You have a penis, and they have a vagina, and safe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can still be raped woman on woman or man on man. I mean, like, the wards do happen, it. But I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not. It, a lot. A lot of stuff goes on in prison. Totally, totally, and. It's hard to want to advocate for the prisoners, to be honest, because a lot of them are in there for things like what this guy's, these two did, you right. know? Right. So, um, I still don't understand how he's able to access so much of the outside world on social media and blog posts and stuff like that, and I'm sure he's able to communicate back and forth with people through a Twitter account, you know what I mean? So, and to my understanding, it's still an active account right now. It's just prison should be a punishment. Exactly. I'm just saying. And like, depending on the crime, I mean... Yeah, sure. but murder, he kicked the weed, like, me. But weed, murder. yeah, no, no, but like murder and rape and pedophilia and things like that, this is a punishment, y'all. Yeah, totally. You shouldn't be... And while I don't believe, like, I'm on your side, I don't believe in full rehabilitation of, like, a pedophile. Yeah, I mean, pedophile there should be yeah. rehabilitative efforts made while they're in prison instead of just, like, this is your punishment, like they were born with these awful tendencies and that sucks. That totally sucks and then they cause these crimes and these off, this awful trauma on other people but like at, that's what we should be putting our money into. We're not studying is. them enough. Uh, that no, I know. No, I, mean, no. I don't do it every day. But. Probably not though. I doubt it. I bet you're right. So on his account he like just rambles on and on about how this system just did him wrong and placed him in a male prison. Yeah, they did him wrong. But um, when he gets transferred to this vulnerable housing unit 
he's one of five male inmates, male inmates relocated from this women's correctional facility at Man. Edna Man, not Edna Man. Um, so, but they're all transferred at the same day, but he's saying, oh, it's unfair, it's unfair treatment, but you're getting transferred at the same day as these other clearly transgender people because men in a women's prison, that's the only thing to assume, right? So, um, prior to his relocation, there were four other trans-identified inmates who were moved to that same vulnerable Because they were doing the same type things, I'm assuming, right? Probably. They just get removed for no reason. Yeah. They removed because they're causing issues. I guess apparently all of these transgender women who were formerly men were seeking and engaging in relationships with other female prisoners, which was apparently strictly forbidden by law. Which is why homeboy Perry is still... Right. He's still in there because he's not, that we know of, doing these things. Well, now he's married, so he's allowed to engage in in sexual activity. With a woman? Yep. Yeah, with the the Uh, non-binary teacher. I'm done. I'm leaving. So, anyway, apparently he's he's crying that it's not fair and it's all, you know, unfair to him, but him, her, him, I'm saying him, Demi is a him. Um, what's interesting to me, though, and again, no judgment, but just purely something I know I'll never understand from a perspective of a straight-born woman, but if you're a transgender woman and you keep your penis, what's the point? And we do have legit questions, guys. Those that are not sensitive yeah, would yeah. like to explain this to us because, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do know of someone who went through the surgery. I mean, her, yeah. whole, her whole life, he, she was a man born. Yeah. And, I mean, I grew up with her and she identified, I mean, even as a child, she mm. I think sometimes just nature messes up. Mm-hmm. And so she's gone through the surgery and she's a female. But yeah, it's like, well, you're identifying and you want to. Yeah. But you don't want to change your parts. Yeah. And he even, this Demi person says, you know, like, well, just because you're identifying as a woman doesn't mean you don't want to keep your penis. Feels like a one foot in the door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I kind of want to be a woman, but I don't. Right. You know, like, how can you... It's a lot. There's a line. Like, it's just a gray right. area. It's kind of, yeah. So let's not call yourself transgender. You're a cross-dresser. That's what you are. Okay, you want to yeah, keep your yeah. penis, you're a cross-dresser. Right, right. You're not transgender. You're just using it to your advantage so that you can go knock some women up. Right. Let's be real. Um, but I don't, because I don't think that they can be mutually exclusive. I don't think you can want to be a woman and keep a penis. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. And maybe that's ignorance on my part, but I feel like being a woman has its certain aspects physically that if you really want to be a woman you're going to go through those things right or want to go through those things even you know even if you can't afford to do it there's that desire to not use that but i'm sure you still have so much that you can do you know what i mean i've Mm -hmm. I've seen on tiktok TikTok. um (laughs) you're back you're back on there you're allowed i I need a new account (laughs) kick me off tiktok um i think that like you can there are women that um reverse like women uh go through the process to become a man. Right. It's, it's crazy how, you know, um, not just the surgeries, but the medication can, can yeah. induce those hormones and things like that. So it's possible. So yeah, I don't know. I, just, I feel like you have, people are liars. I trust no one. And Oh, especially prisoners. Get, yeah. In this instance right here, this, this, he's missed, they're abusing the yeah. ability to say that they are transgender. Yes. To rape women. That's awful. Yes. Yeah, it's really terrible. And um, so, Edman Correctional Facility, um, we're going to dive into that a little bit because this prison was named after the first female correctional superintendent, um, one of the first female, and she oversaw the facility beginning in 1928. At that time, it was called Clinton Farms. P.S. Would you really want a prison named after you? <laughs> there That's are a lot of things, like but really behind. a highway... I'd like a highway, maybe. I draw the line at the prison. I feel like, nah, a pass. A library, but yeah, not the prison. I'd be like, don't leave my name out of this. I don't even want to be known. <laughs> no thanks. I mean, 1928, that's pretty progressive for them to have a woman overseeing a prison. That's true. That is true. Still. No, I'm good. <laughs> nah, thanks. Pass, pass. You can it's not my go on to the next guy. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> well, not the lineage I want. <laughs> it was, um... And a, and a man was one of the first female correctional facilities actually opened in the United States altogether, which opened in 1913. So 
So as you can imagine, this building was born or was built in 1913. Typically up north, they don't have a lot of central air in places. Oh, they yeah, definitely yeah. didn't have it back in 1913. It's cold. So summers come. They have fans in the hallways. There's not a lot of good ventilation. They can't open the windows, right? So it's hot. Um, they have old pipes. The building's just not set up to current like building standards, right? You know, and who's really doing the renovations on that? Recent reports from New Jersey Spotlight News on PBS had a previous inmate on there who commented there was no central air and that it would get very hot over the summer. Um, I imagine it's also not very well insulated, so probably the winters were cold, and often they wouldn't even have clean water, which was especially an issue during, you know, that time of month. Plus, like, how often do you cook with water, wash dishes, ice and drinks? I mean, like, it's a pretty huge problem not to have clean water access. And, you know... For how long would they go days without clean water? I don't know. Yeah, and there's basic human rights, right? So, regardless of what their crime was, there's basic human rights. Hey, they're getting surgeries, Caitlin. That we have money for. I still want to know who funds that. But not the dirty water. Not the dirty water. You can look. You can get your boobs done, but I I can't promise you're going to have some some clean water. Uh, According to Wikipedia, before the facility opened, female offenders in New Jersey were actually held like in their own wing of the Trenton State Prisons. But um, as, of, as of February 2009, the prison held 950 inmates in maximum, medium, and minimum security um, sections. And But as of June 21, which we'll get into that, but as of June 21, there was only 378 inmates. It's probably because parts of the building weren't in good condition, be my guess. Um, but it's in the process currently of being shut down for poor living conditions. So at the end of October this year, so just on October 30th, they began moving the minimum security prisoners to a satellite location that offers more humane living conditions, like actual couches, not metal, um, seats in the in the day room, and um, central air, you know, building not falling apart, things like that. But they did keep the medium and maximum security prisoners still at the original building. Um, so this Suckers! <laughs> and they're they're going to be there for a while until they're able to actually get the building. Nothing the new building involving the government moves fast. Oh, I know. Nothing. Well, it was back in 2021 that the governor of New Jersey was like, I'm going to get this shut down. So it just started that process like yeah, 20 years. weeks ago, yeah, just a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah so um, this, though, the, the, the beginning of this transition comes on the heels of a scandal and uh, some scandal and corruption from Edna Mann in 2022, so just last year. Corrections officers were verbally and physically abusive, and allegations of sexual and physical assault were abundant. And the governor, that's when he finally ordered the prison to be closed. But it's a process, so it hasn't happened yet. Um, but I want to touch on that 2022 um, organized, I guess, ambush, maybe, of the prisoners. Um on the evening of January 11th or 12th, there was an alleged planned attack on prisoners where 30 DOC officers were originally detained and ultimately 14 were charged with conspiratorial attack. NewJersey.com actually published a video from the attacks, and it's pretty hard to watch, but we'll post it in the show notes. There's a woman in the bathroom. I'm going to show it to you, but there was a woman in the bathroom. Um, I'm sorry. She had to go to the bathroom, and when she doesn't put her hands out, there's like a hole in the door for them to put the hands out to cuff them, to take them to the bathroom. Which I thought they had their own bathroom in there, but maybe not. Maybe they don't have that bathroom from that building was old, so maybe that. Oh yeah, like the toilet in the cell. Yeah. So yeah. there's so there's like a small window where she would put her hands out for them to cuff her, and then they would open the door and and you know maybe she's maximum security. I don't know what her level was, um, but when she refuses, they stick this this like aerosol aerosol is what I'm looking for aerosol can in through that window and just start spraying. My assumption it's like pepper spray. Because then the officer who did the spraying has these, like, four other SWAT-type officers who are, like, have the shields and they're marching in, you know, one behind the other for this one prisoner. And, um, I'm going to show it to you. Why didn't she just put her hand through the damn door? I don't want to get, I don't want to get beat up like that. Yeah. So let me show you really quick. (laughs) The second somebody walks in with that stuff on, I'd be like, I I said, I know, I'm good, I'm good, I'm going to comply. (laughs) Right? Don't beat the crap out of me, please. Okay, so, um, like I said, I'm going to post it, that video, on our show notes because it just, it was a little bit too hard to understand the video, but you had a chance to see it. So, um, 
my my takeaway on it was I can't believe how many officers they sent. Five officers. I said four before, but it was five officers in like that tactical gear. After the one guard who also went in, so there's six, after he sprayed that stuff in there. Um, and you could see that she's covering her head with her hands. She is in a defensive pose. She's not trying to fight back. And they're just punching her. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... No, I've, I don't... Uh, I've never studied the art of... Um getting someone like <laughs> restrained. <the> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I don't imagine she's not fighting. People. I mean, I watch, I watch enough cops. Okay. Okay. Like, I watch enough <laughs> cops to know that. When hey, I have three boys. I have to right, detain a lot. Right, exactly. <laughs> when they're fighting, I mean, there are some that resist arrest oh, and yeah. it makes it very hard for officers to, um, you know, restrain them. However, that was not what I saw. Not at one point did anybody try to grab her arm to pull it Handcuff behind her, her back or anything like that. They were just literally wailing on her. Yeah. That's insane. And then they come out into the hallway with her. They finally stop wailing on her. They bring her out into the hallway. She's saying, they punched me in the head. They did. And then all of a sudden, these other like five or six other tactical... DOC officers are just all standing there. They're all standing there, like, with hands on shoulders, like, around her. Yeah. But why? What was the purpose of all of these That's, people? That's um, right is right. That wasn't, that was not okay. No. That was not okay at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I, I'm not saying that she is, an, I don't know enough about her. I don't know who she was, but Too maybe she was a difficult right? prisoner, sure, but yeah. you need 12 people to detain her? No bullshit. That was not restraining. That was no, literally, I'm just getting some licks in on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. for no reason. So that is why 14 um, were charged. I don't believe that that has, um, like Tammy and I were talking about this during the video, but um, since there's 14 of them, I can't imagine that they're all being tried at the same time. They're probably all completely separate cases. So I don't know that we're going to get a full resolution. It was only a year ago that we're going to get a full, like, but they're not elective working. resolution. No, they're no, not no, they're the okay. Yeah, no, 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 they can't. Um, I'm not sure what happened with the original 30, but half of them ended up getting charged. In these attacks. Okay, so New Jersey Department of Corrections guidelines state that that detainees are to be extracted by force only after they fail to comply with the orders to handcuff themselves and leave their cells on their own. So when she's supposed to stick her hands out and get her handcuffs on and she doesn't do that, then they are able to forcibly remove. I think they took the definition of forcibly remove a little too far in this situation personally. Um, But according to NewJersey.com, they also say that um, following the... Alleged planned extractions. One inmate suffered a concussion after five officers were said to have forcibly pulled her from her cell and stuck, struck her nearly 30 times. I would assume that's probably the video we just watched. Um, although an investigation failed to show that she had resisted their orders. So that's probably it. She didn't resist in my No, I, yeah, like I said, I'm very pro-pro law enforcement, but she Same. was not, she was, she had her hands on her face. Like she wasn't resisting yeah, at all. Yeah, not at all. They could have grabbed her arm and pulled it back at any point. No one did that. No. They were just punching. Yeah. So the charges against the officers ranged from accusations of conspiracy, official misconduct, tampering with public records, and aggravated assault linked to violent removal of multiple detainees late on that night um, in 2021. So, look, the the DOC life, that's just not for the faint of heart, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that they were hardened at some point going in and out of that prison it's you know it's like military you know there are certain ptsd there's certain experiences that you just can't unlive and you become hardened to them after a while certain trauma like it's got to be a traumatizing job that you choose to to do that um but prosecutors argued that the defendants planned or facilitated these forced extractions of the detainees from their cells whether or not they complied with the orders to handcuff themselves in relation for multiple alleged splashing incidents in which these detainees were claimed to have squirted unknown liquids at guards. So, oh. to my point, that whole hardenedness, I can't imagine what it would be like to have someone oh, yeah. squirting unknown liquids at me. It goes both ways, yeah. I I'm mean, sure they do some they pretty wretched things. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they definitely endure a lot of bullshit. Yeah, so there's got to be some kind of trauma sensor in the brain that, you know, uh, releases no sense of logic after that so um however these alleged attacks were only the latest issues so edna man has been the subject of multiple scandals including claims of officers sexually assaulting inmates facilitating facilitating gambling among the prisoners doesn't surprise me. abandoning their posts and chronic absenteeism according to a 2021 report by the ag's office 
this goes on a lot more than we think. Though. Oh, I'm sure. Like, this might be one prison, but I'm, I have no doubt that all of that takes place in all the other prisons. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's I'm sure, hard to want to see reform there when there's, like, reform outside the prison right. walls and, like, we should focus on. So, but it's it's hard to to watch just basic, basically. It's got to be scary because you know that there's innocent people in there, too. I think that that's what, what right. I go back to thinking of, like, here we are in a prison, and yes, a lot of these prisoners earned their pass here, but what about the people who were wrongfully imprisoned? Right. That really are innocent. We just don't know about it. Right. And then they're enduring all of this stuff, and then what? You know, they have to go through all of these. Like, this is their life now. They are imprisoned wrongfully, and don't they deserve those kind of rights? So just like, I guess, innocent until proven guilty kind of situation. It's just to, you know, like, two wrongs don't make a right. I True. get it. And, no, I don't think that a murderer and a pedophile should be living in the lap of luxury in a prison. But at the same time, we can't go abusing because then right. we are j- no no different than these inmates in jail. We're just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, we're allowed to do it because we, you know, yeah. we have a uniform on. Like, that's not okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you 100%. And it's hard to watch and it's hard to think about these humans because, like, what if it was one of our family members right. even if they did something you'd hate to think of them being treated that way you mm-hmm. know um so i'm going to try to wrap it up here because i know i'm getting getting a little close to time but um okay so what now for Edna man right uh the, we have a new commissioner that um, is in place her name is victoria i did not catch her last name i apologize but um she is being interviewed on one of these um broadcasts and she's asked how they plan to ensure that when it comes to those responsible for the care of the prisoners, they don't see a repeat of what happened again. And she responded, you have to be boots on the ground. You have to get involved. You cannot sit in an ivory tower and expect that these are changes that are just going to happen. Um, they have to buy the staff. I'm sorry. The staff has to buy into the change, and they must be given the tools to make that happen. So things like body-worn cameras, fixed cameras, staff accountability. I mean, they have to have eyes in the sky, truthfully, you know, and true management. I mean, it has to has to come down from the top. So um, there's an advocate. Her name is Bonnie Kerness, and she is also a member of the Board of Trustees for Edna Man. So she was talking about the the transfer of some of the prisoners over to that satellite location, and she, say, she said that she hasn't been hearing any complaints from the prisoners who have been moved to that location. Now, the people who are still there at Edna Man, of course, they're still complaining about the living conditions, like the ceilings flaking and falling apart and asbestos probably i mean what did you say 1913 right do you suffer from mesothemia i cannot that's one word i Try can't it. say it mesothemia 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 right mesothelioma <laughs> but i love how you say it so much better That word. Mesothelioma. <laughs> that thing, they have that. Is that even what's caused by asbestos? Do we even know? I think that's what the commercial says. It says if you've been exposed to asbestos. Is that right? I just yeah. never connected it. I believe you. Um, so anyway, I mean, obviously the people who are living there, they're still complaining about it. Um, they've, But I guess in, in place, like to cushion the blow that you're, you're not getting moved to the satellite location, you got to stick it out a few more years until we find a new place they started implementing more really like, restorative programs that are focused on education and finding puzzles. a job after you're a puzzle we're gonna get you guys some puzzles hang in there yeah <laughs> all good here's a fan so the new facility they did secure a location but it has it's undisclosed so they don't nobody knows where it's being built yet and it'll probably be a few years i mean that's a big building they're gonna have to mm. you know um and it's gonna have to be high security and things like that so i, I imagine it's not going to be quick this apartment um, complex, we're going to slap that shit up real quick. True. That's true. Like, we should get those you know people I mean? in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at that. Jeez. Well, but plus New Jersey, they get cold winters, so they probably can't do much and building weather, during that yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's for a long time. Like in Texas, we get eight months of summer. Up there, you get eight months of winter. So mm-hmm. just crazy town. I'm sure it slows things down. But, you know, we've got Perry Surf and Demetrius Minor, these transgender prisoners. And, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know what the answer is, but... Um, if it means that we now have to have more, like, I worry, what if that means we have to have more separation? Does that mean that mm-hmm. the taxpayers are going to be out of pocket because we now have to have a trans woman, right. you know, and a trans man? And what does that, like, what does that look like? And I said it before, but I don't, 
envy the people who have to make these decisions right. because it seems like impossible. There's nothing. And we're just relying on these people now, at least in the New Jersey state law, and I'm not sure who else has similar laws, but we're just relying on these prisoners who've already proven that they're not trustworthy, which is how they landed in prison to begin with, to just be honest about what their gender is, you know? Yeah. Um, and then it, it just makes prisoners more vulnerable, and it's a mess. So um, in agreement with the ACLU, American Civil Liberties Union of New Jersey, that's a mouthful. Mesothelioma. <laughs> right. <laughs> and New Jersey Department of Corrections to house transgender inmates according to their self-declared gender identity instead of their biological sex assigned at birth, led to 27 men, many of them violent killers, being transferred into the women's facility. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just in New Jersey. And just since, what, 2021 I, when this all passed? Is anybody seeing that this shouldn't be happening? I'm curious, though, with the women, women prisoners, please let us know. What are you... Because I'd be scared to death mm-hmm. that these well, men are coming in. Because biologically like most men are just they're right. just physically stronger than us like Absolutely. i'm 5'1 i cannot fight for the life of me and you get a six foot even a girl a six foot girl, oh totally and i'm gonna get totally. rocked you yeah. know what i mean so that would scare me yeah absolutely and then i'm curious too and i apologize i don't have this stat but how many women are then saying <laughs> or how many yeah, how many women are then saying, I'm a man and being transferred We're going in, Caitlin. It's probably not rocked. happening, no, right? No, because they, they would tear us up if yeah. we went to a men's prison. Yeah, so exactly. So we're just going to cater to these violent, often sexually violent men who are just raising their hands saying, oh, I'm a woman now, and we're going to just let them go. And, like, it feels like a an experiment gone wrong. Because even if you were a woman identifying as a man, you know you better not even try to get into that. Right. Because they're going to... They, I mean, they they assault each other. I know. You know what I mean? And they, they do have, in the women's prison too, depending on the oh, for sure. You know, maximum it happens. Probably, but. It happens, but we're trying to we're trying to like mitigate the risk here. So let's not let's not put some penises in here, right? Because it is it does abuse. It just takes. I mean, it's like every rule out there. Why is a rule in there? Why is this in the contract? Because some idiots went and now now it's an issue. So it's just a matter of I'm right. sorry, but. Well, Safety and is huge. frankly, I mean, they had points where, like, earlier on, when the women, before they built this prison, where the women were housed in a specific wing of a different prison. So maybe that's the solution, that they are housed, maybe they're in a women's prison, but housed in a different wing, where right. they have, they're not commingling. Because if you have a penis, and you are, you have that testosterone, you have the build of a man, right. that's... It's dangerous, and it's probably not going the other way. Like we said, it's not women saying they're men going to a men's prison. I highly doubt that's happening. Mm-hmm. This is where these violent sexual predators are now being allowed a free pass to go do more damage. So it's messy, and I'm really hoping that they look back and say, this was the, the wrong choice. Let's, uh, well, let's take that, it back. Well, if that passes, I, I mean, I just... Would love to... Let's, no, it's let's passed. That's what it is. It's already passed. Well, were there a lot... It passes where they put them in a different wing. Oh, yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. That was just my own yeah, provision I mean, to say, that, but... Let's say that that... that because I think that that's a, that's a solution. I'm, I'm not... I don't know all the laws and intricacies of it, but... Well, because we say there was 27 men. So there's 27 I mean, men that were lot. saying they're transgender, but could they just be in a wing versus be the... in a wing. But watch how that... I, I would love to do an experiment... Let's implement that. You go in your own wing, and let's see how quickly men yeah. stop... 100%. The, the request to move gets oh, shut down. Oh, look at me. He's like all over Twitter. Like, this isn't fair. I should be in the women's prison. No jack wagon. You got two women pregnant. Right. You were there for sex. You right. raised your hand and said you were a woman just so that you could get laid. You're not. You have a penis. And well, so that's one of the reasons why we separate the two because we don't want them having babies. Yeah. Who's raising these children? They're in prison. Right. So now you've, you've started this cycle all over again. Look at, look at Perry. He's... Right. Moms died. I mean, and no, to no fault of their own, it was a car accident. But you're oh, leaving like his kids, mother wasn't. Like, well, they go into the system. Yeah, she was you twelve know? anyway. She wasn't going to raise him. Right. So there's no way. Yeah. So what, that's the whole reason why they shouldn't be together. Is we're trying to keep from them populating. And now we have two people who are potentially bad eggs reproducing. Which you know, there's that yeah, outside yeah. prison anyway. That's how you know. Yeah. <laughs> the youth, but it. Mm. More taxpayer dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, because you're hoping that the families step up 
and take care of these kids and, and do all that. But it's not their responsibility. Because if they're coming from that family, not to say that every family with a criminal in their family is somebody that's bad. But no, but sometimes genetically, right. we, I have my family, the bipolarism runs in my family. Same. Yeah, we've so got some in mine too. It, it does. It can. Yeah. It can absolutely. And it can happen to anybody, but I'm assuming as somebody that comes from a traumatic background that has caused stuff like this, like Perry, for instance, I don't know Demetrius's background, but something like that. I don't know that I want other family members raising that child. You almost want to put them into the foster system, come up with a completely fit, false identity, and just let it go. You know, like uh, kind of almost like wit, wit, wit sack for yeah. infants born in the. You know, I don't know. And it depends too on the prisoner. We could go down that rabbit hole because you know how I love to go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, but no, it's just that's not the, that's not what they're there for. They're not there to reproduce. We're trying to. They're trying to do their. T- they're serving yeah. their time. Right. And. And you who's know, to say they even wanted to be pregnant? You know, right? These women could, have, like I said, he may uh, Demetrius. Is that yeah, his name? he could have gone there and just raped these two women. We don't. I mean, do we know? I'm that? guessing that's probably what happened. Yeah. Um, because he was every. I mean, there were prisoners that were interviewed that were like, "Yeah, since he got there, that's all he wanted was sex. He was propositioning Jeez. people for sex constantly. So mm-hmm. he either got it because eh, they're probably well, you, oh, a little bit sued, right?" Either them or the people who were attacked. I okay, can't remember okay. which settlement like, that was. Yeah, if I got raped in prison. Yeah, I don't remember which to... settlement that was. Yeah, it's a good question, but um, probably. I mean, I don't know. It's all sticky and it's Very. a mess. And I hope that they reverse this quickly, and that they're seeing the error of their ways. And how nobody saw this as a potential issue to begin with, like that's where I go into and again there's absolutely no judgment here but to your point of like size and stature of a woman if there's somebody that has those tendencies or even let's say from the perspective of the transgender woman she walks into a woman's bathroom and is now accused even though she wasn't because there's somebody who's prejudicing it so what do we do then we have transgender bathrooms like I just think that people need to go with individual bathrooms from now on you know what I mean like you have a wall of stalls and just go through you know like and then just make them individual because at this point we're just muddying the waters. Right. What the hell do we do with this? We're opening you know? up Pandora's box. It's it just, is. It's going to be very ugly. I all, know. All, I mean, as a man, yeah, you take away just a man that's not a not transgender. He's identifying as a man. He's a man. He's biologically a man. And he walks into a unisex bathroom. Like, right. And they have them. They have unisex. But do now they? everybody, I've seen like. What was that one? Was it Allie McBeal? That remember that show where like they were attorneys, but they had the unisex bathrooms because they used to go to the bathrooms together in the show. Like the man would be talking, like one, like I, I remember like, the I in suits poop they were in like front that, of, First but... of all, I can't poop in front of people. Second of all, my male coworker, I'm like, oh no, know. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, they ha- they have them in some offices, but it does. That seems like a dumb idea. It do, I mean, it's <laughs> no because thanks. you do have the whole, we're going to really get a bunny trail, like teachers and educators and things like that have yeah. to be super careful. My brother-in-law totally. was an educator for 30 years, and he's like, you you had to be smart about the situations. You right. You couldn't be by yourself with, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to leave yourself open. Totally. And it's sad that it happens. Yeah. But it does happen, and it happens both ways. There's false accusations, and then there are real instances of abuse. So it's just, yeah, this is just a whole nightmare of shitstorm going on. Yeah, and unfortunately there has to be a trailblazer for situations like this for reform to happen, and it at the expense of other humans. Right. You know? So that's the hard part. And again, I mean, I hope none of this came across as judgy, because it's not. I, I, like, more more or less advocating for humans, not human safety. You know what I mean? And if that means that the transgender person doesn't get accused of, of a sexual crime they didn't commit because somebody is weirded out because they're transgender or, a, you know, an actual born gender person gets gets molested by somebody. Like, all, that stuff happens. It happens all the time. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go to a restaurant with somebody who has a penis. It's going to be your all-inclusive environment. Like, period. No. There's so much crap that goes on in prison. Like, you have to just hunker down. I've never been to prison, I'm just assuming. Sure, sure. Um, sure, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I assume. It I, all comes I, out I now. I watch cops, you know? Um, but <laughs> that, 
there's not a whole lot I'd want to share with people anyway. You no. know what I mean? Like, this isn't the place where I'm expecting I don't want to share a bathroom with my life. husband, let alone. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you're just not going to get all the warm and fuzzies in prison because those are not kind people and they're no. not there to not inherently embrace no. you and love you. Like, no. You're in prison. It's a violent people. atmosphere, mostly. Right. It is. So I don't think I'd be sharing anything, really, with anybody. I know. Well... We went all over the place here today, sure but is. I just uncovered so many things that I wanted to talk about, and it started with Perry Surf, and um, yeah, so thanks for sticking with us today while we trailed down <laughs> that, that way. <laughs> yeah, if you have and you made it this far, congratulations, bragging rights. <laughs> um, but as usual, thanks for joining us. Um, find us on Facebook. I almost said Twitter again. What is wrong with me? We don't have a Twitter. I we'll never have a Twitter. I, I don't like Twitter. I don't know if we do or not. We don't. We do for it. <laughs> you don't know if we do? <laughs> we don't. We won't. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, for social media at Moms Talk Crime. And if you have a story that you want to recommend to us or some feedback or anything like that, you can always reach us at Crime at gmail.com. And remember, we are going to be switching gears at the beginning of the year. So if you know of a missing person case you'd like us to... Um, to cover something recent within the past five years, uh, please let us know. Just raise your hand and we will get to looking into that for you. Um, and ratings and reviews, always a good thing. So please, as long as they're good. I mean, don't, don't leave us a bad one. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, keep it. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's what we've got for this week. And we'll be talking to you next week. Yay! Bye! Bye.